When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of The Simpsons Did It. I am your host, Steven Sklansky. And I am your co-host, Robert Sklansky. Hi, how are you? I'm alright, I'm excited to talk about The Simpsons. I know, if you guys couldn't already tell, we're brothers, same last name. (laughs) I mean, there aren't many Sklanskys to pick from, so it's pretty close that he'd be related to me. Yeah. Um, but we grew up watching the Simpsons. I mean, the, the very first episode, um, came out in 89. So that makes me, uh, you would have been six. So, I mean, I, if you can remember, I don't know if you can remember, but I don't think we necessarily watched season one. I mean, you were only four. Well, when I I was two, two when when it came came out, out. I probably didn't start watching it until like 93. 293 when you were about 10 10 so we probably missed the first couple of seasons maybe yeah but we caught up on we caught up on reruns but then we really did start watching them live yeah um every sunday and growing up watching the simpsons we've watched reruns we've taped them we've watched the tapes i I mean you probably have what I was going to say, you probably have, what, like 50 episodes, 60 episodes on tapes? Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing to rewatch them, see all the old school commercials and <laughs> and watch them in, you know, that four by three uh, box. Instead yeah, of which, which Disney Plus still can't seem to get a handle on. Yep. And, and so I've recently started watching them again on Disney Plus because they're all out there. And I thought to myself, man... I'd just love to sit down and talk Simpsons because I loved growing up on them. I've still watched the new episodes. Yeah, see, that's that's the one thing I kind of, once I got out of college or even in college, I kind of started to shy away from the Simpsons. I'll have to watch the new, the new seasons, but, you know, work and kind of got in the way and then I just never got around to watching the new stuff. But I've probably seen every episode up until about season 22 season 23 so well you're better than kevin smith because on a recent podcast of his he just started watching again from season 15 like apparently he just fell off and he was just in a recent episode oh wow um he got the cameo for his first time um so he was like oh these are great episodes you know i'm finally in one why don't i catch up on them all and so it kind of made me think oh maybe i'll just start watching them again and i started and now i want to throw down uh, and talk about them um so how the simpsons did it is gonna work um is we'll give you the title of the episode the air date quick recap and then we'll kind of bullet point down through the episode in order um of events and kind of pick out uh favorite quotes 
uh, differences in episodes, um, changes that they've made from old episodes to new episodes, and then kind of give a recap at the end of the episode on what we really thought about it. And, and then, then just, not... and then just for fun, um, I'm doing. We're going to do some character profiles um, from all the characters, and we're going to not do the Simpsons um, at least right off the bat because there are some other interesting characters to talk about. And then at the uh, end of the episode, we'll uh, give a review of what we thought of the episode on a scale of one to five. One being a doe, where they basically missed the mark, or we thought they missed the mark, to a five, which is everything's coming up Millhouse. So we'll uh, maybe we'll figure out some other Simpsons lingos for two, three, and four, but for now. Yeah, we, we don't have those right now, so we'll yeah. have to come up with those later. All right, so kick it off. Season one, episode one, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. And the air date was December 17th, 1989. So, you know, right before Christmas, they're probably like, let's do a Christmas special. Well, right so, off the here's, bat. so here's the thing about Simpsons roasting on an open fire. It wasn't supposed to be the series premiere. So was it, was it Christmas? Christmas made their decision for them. Well, so here's the thing. So if 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 you remember the episode with the babysitter bandit called Some yep. Enchanting Evening, which we'll get to in a few weeks, uh, that was supposed to be the season opener or the series opener, but they were having animation issues with it. So they decided to pick Simpsons Roasting on an open fire. They probably did it because it was around Christmas. That I don't know. But the reason is the series premiere was because they were having animation issues with the original episode. So they chose this one instead. Yeah. And I think it turned out well being that it is around Christmas. And yeah. But the funny thing is about the very first episode, and you kind of get this through TV shows, you know, in, in general, where you don't get an opening credit scene. Most brand yeah. spanking new shows don't have an opening credit scene. They just yeah. kind of flash the, the title and then get on with it. And then usually by episode two or three, then you kind of get your opening credits sequence. Yeah. And that's kind of what they did here. So there was no couch gag, no chalkboard, no, you know, Simpsons driving, nothing like that. Just... And it, it's so, and to me, it was kind of weird not seeing it because you're so used to it. But, you know, you have your Halloween episodes. And I think there are a couple like special episodes they did where they didn't do a couch gag or a chalkboard scene. So, yep. but. We'll have to, we'll pick those out as the episodes, episodes come. So quick, quick recap of the episode. It's uh, Homer's Christmas bonus is canceled and the rainy day funds are needed for Bart's tattoo removal. Uh, Bart, as, as, as we learn on in the very first show, he is a, he is a rebel maker. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as he, (laughs) I'd say as he gets older, but he never gets older, but as the show, yeah, exactly. But as the show progresses, he kind of gets slightly more tame. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he still gets into shenanigans, but he's not stealing. He's not getting tattoos. He's not setting things on fire. I mean, and he's pulling other things, but. Yeah. And so to, to kick that off, Bart. Um, so in the opening sequence, they're at the uh, Christmas pageant. Which, uh, by the way, got a three and a half stars from the, uh, the, the shopper. It did. Yes. Which. I don't know how you grade something before it comes out, but 
Well, maybe, they got a, maybe they got a sneak preview. Maybe. Um, but Bart um, does his own rendition of Jingle Bells during the uh, during the episode where he adds Batman smells and so, Robin lays an egg. So I don't know. I didn't look this up, but maybe you know. Is that where that came from? Was the Simpsons, or did they take that from somebody else? Because I'm pretty sure I first saw that or heard that in this episode. You know, I I did not look that up. Um, but it looks like the secret history of Jingle Bell's Batman Smells um, was done in the... Uh, it goes back to the 60s. Oh. Okay. Uh, when Batman came out in... Uh, what was it? 66. Yeah. When Batman came out in 66, someone decided to <laughs> do that jingle way back then. And obviously um, and it works i mean and it works um but obviously bart i think as far as tv shows go i mean it might have been sung by kids and stuff like that throughout the the 90s or the you know 90s and even now but i think the simpsons probably were the first show to really put it on the air um and just kind of looking at the research here um because you know google exists yeah um the Joker did that, you know, oh. during an episode of Batman animated series. Oh, yeah, I think I do remember that. Yep, I'm sure it was a Christmas episode. I'm sure it was. So next up, um, after Bart, we got Lisa um, juggling fire in for her South Pacific Santa, which is you crazy. Know, I, I mean, <laughs> Lisa's a smart girl. I'm sure she can figure it out, but you know, they don't, I don't really. I don't think she's ever done anything so athletic i guess if you could call that in any well, other there episode. An episode where she played soccer like in well, like... yeah she played soccer she plays hockey so i guess she does kind of have a knack i guess she has kind of a savant knack for things like she figures out that she could do stuff <laughs> and does it for one episode and then you never see it again and then you never see it again but her take on her take on Santa was definitely interesting from the stuff that we kind of learned about Lisa in the future. Yeah. Her just kind of doing that first episode, you kind of almost expected her to have more active, more of an active lifestyle. Yeah. Throughout the season with throughout the series, but she really doesn't. It's very on and off. She's more books and studying and, and math. Oh yeah. No, she's definitely a, She's the genius of the family, for sure. Yeah. And so after that, we uh, go to the Simpson house and Marge is sitting writing a letter. Um, She kind of opens the letter, you know, telling everyone how they're doing. And they they mention that Snowball dies. They're their original cat Snowball in the very first episode. And they got Snowball, too. The funny thing about that is, I swear, I remember an original Snowball. Well, so here's the thing. So, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, this originally wasn't the first episode. So do you think the... Okay, so in the Babysitter Bandit episode, is the original Snowball there? Is that where I I heard that? I feel like maybe that's where I... Well, so don't forget. So this would have been the 17th episode of season one. It would have been the season finale. So you have 16 other episodes to get through. So I'm assuming in, in the other 16 episodes... They, they definitely mentioned Snowball, and then you find out in the Christmas special it dies. So 
I'm wondering if that was something the animators overlooked. <laughs> like they had, they had the, the, you know, they had the show done. They're like, Hey, we can't get this other show. We can't get this other episode on. So let's do the Christmas special. Cause it's around Christmas time. And then it aired. And then maybe somebody at the Sims is like, Oh yeah, we forgot about snowball. Yep. All right. So that's, so another thing I think we're going to do on this podcast, cause I just thought about it is we're <laughs> going to put pins in things. We're gonna and, we're gonna, and I do have one on a couple, another episode where we're going to put a pin in it. So we try to uh, remember for a future episode to uh, see when it, when it changes. So this is going to be a pin. So anytime Snowball is mentioned from now to the Babysitter Bandit episode, we're going to remember to put a pin in it and come back to it. And once we get our uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook pages up, any comments that you guys want to make about the current episode and something maybe we missed and something we should look forward to in future episodes or something we got wrong that you want to correct us on. Yep. We, I, we will take uh, corrections with a grain of salt. Yep. (laughs) So by the way, do you remember since we just watched the episodes, what did Lisa ask for Christmas? Six ponies. Well, she asked for a pony six (laughs) times. Which is and, crazy. I mean, and then I like how Marge's response is Santa can't carry a pony. <laughs> and can't, can't get a pony in the house. Um, but I, love, I also alert. love in the letter where she's like, Homer's doing this, Lisa's doing that, and Bart. We love Bart. <laughs> we love Bart. So, all right. So, next up, after the letter is passed, uh, Homer decides to go outside and set up the Christmas lights. Um, and obviously, uh, Flanders outdoes him. Which is probably. the first time we see Ned Flanders. Oh, no, no, we never see him. Yeah, no, don't we? Does, isn't he standing on his porch step saying, hi, neighbor? Oh, you know, I might have looked down writing notes at the time. Maybe he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's there. Okay, but it's our first look at Flanders. And yeah. I like how the Simpsons, they set up all the lights on the house. One light, like, one red light. Well, I guess one red light. It's red all the way around. So there's like four red lights blinking. And Although I'm not wrong that this is Flanders' first episode, because as as we'll mention later, we we do see him shopping with one of his oh, sons. Yes. Yep. So. All right. So um, after that, Marge decides, okay, let's go Christmas shopping. We need to get presents for the family. This is where one of the major plot points of the episode kind of kicks in. This is where Bart wants to get a tattoo. Yep. Homer and Marge won't let him, except Homer's like, well, you can use your own allowance money to get your tattoo. Yeah. Um, but Marge obviously was like, yeah. Um, but we get well, to the mall. Well, Bart's what, 10? Yes. So Bart's 10 years old, um, but he tells the uh, tattoo artist that he's, he's 21. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, how old are you? 21, 21. sir. Oh, okay. Get in the yeah. chair. Um, and he wants to get mother on his arm. Yeah. Um, but they only got to moth before yeah. <laughs> he's ripped out of the chair. Now this is, this is some notes I took cause I wanted to see if the Simpsons were predicting the future since episode one. Yeah. Um, but they weren't. Um, okay. Bart, Bart went in and got his uh, tattoo removed literally moments after he got his tattoo. Um, now, this was brand new technology in 1989. So it said that laser tattoo removal began in earnest in the late 80s 
when the development of pulsed laser made it plausible to perform medical procedures using lasers. The first procedures were performed using Q-switch ruby laser, but it was more difficult to use on individuals with darker skin types. So, so I mean, I, they're yellow. They're, so is yellow a darker skin type, lighter skin type? I would say it's lighter. lighter. Do you think Bart, I guess, would have been able to get it off on the first go? I mean, I feel like so if I remember from like How I Met Your Mother when Ted did his tattoo removal, well, yeah, it, it was ten like weeks. Ten weeks. So I don't. I guess I didn't find that information out if a tattoo back then could be removed in a single swipe, but I I feel like it couldn't. I feel like they would have Maybe. to go back several times. But um, as you as you alluded in your notes, you have to wait six weeks to get the tattoo removed. So exactly. I mean, no, they can't get it removed on the same day he gets it. Yep. So Simpsons, which would make sense because you have to let the ink settle in before exactly. you can remove it. So, so their first episode, Simpsons got it wrong. Yeah, they did it wrong. <laughs> which is weird because in some episodes they do a lot right. So yep. we'll make sure to point out the things they do correctly. But yeah, in this instance, wrong. Yep. All right. So um, after Bart gets his tattoo removed. One of my favorite scenes, and I swear I've done this, maybe to you Probably. or to someone else, but they um, Bart's sitting on the couch and he's wearing a bandage and Lisa goes up and she pokes the tattoo and Bart's like, oh, quit, quit it. Quit it. <laughs> oh, quit, quit it. it. It's a and great then, Maggie, then Maggie goes up to it, pokes it. Oh, quit, quit it. it. And then Homer comes in. He's like, oh, what's that? And then pokes it. And he's like, oh, quit it. Like, <laughs> it's that's like just such a classic repetitive joke. Yeah. Well, like, and siblings do that to each other. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Like, but I'm going to backtrack just a skosh. So when, you know, Marge finds out Bart gets his tattoo, she's like, oh, thank God Homer got his Christmas bonus. You go to the uh, the power plant where they announce no Christmas bonus. If you look very, if you're watching intently, Homer picks up a donut. He eat, He takes a bite. It shows that he took a bite. He takes three more bites in that scene and the donut doesn't get smaller. <laughs> you know, it's that's the animation trick where you use the same cell. Yeah. Or the same cells over and over again to save money. It's kind of like when Bugs Bunny r- runs across the field and it's the same like trees that yeah. he passes. Well, like Monty Python kind of made fun of that in, uh, oh, the uh, search for Holy Grail where Lancelot like, He's running across the field. He gets closer and then he gets farther away and closer and farther away. Yep. Um, but I, I, I thought that was funny. And then going back to when Lisa and Maggie are poking at his bandage, what is the iconic picture above their couch? The sailboat? It is not there. It is a picture of a beach. There is no sailboat in that picture. You know, it's funny. I never read the article, but there was a recent article online about that painting about the significance of that painting we'll have to go back read that article and revisit yeah but like i noticed i'm like there doesn't look like there's a sailboat in that picture and i'm like and i had to rewatch the scene a couple times and like sure enough it's like a palm tree and a beach and some water and that was it when do i get to see the sailboats (laughs) oh god mall rats is a great movie that's right all right so (laughs) The, the rainy day money's gone. Homer doesn't have his Christmas bonus. So next up, he's got to do the shopping. So he goes yeah. to the best place you can get Christmas gifts on a budget, the Circle of Values. So 
I noticed in, in uh, I think, the third episode, you had mentioned that Marge and Homer switch places on the bed. In this episode, Homer is on his side of the bed that you always see him. Yep. And so that's another thing. Like like I said, put a pin in it because that's yeah. another thing we're going to have to track. So maybe maybe at some point Homer's like, you know what? I want to sleep on the other side of the bed. That, that side of the maybe. bed's more comfy. So I want to be closer to the window. I want to be able to get out of bed and yell at Flanders whenever <laughs> I want. And so as, as, as we alluded to earlier, Homer Sherp's at uh, shops at the Circle of Values. And that's where they run into uh, Ned and uh, one of his sons. I don't know if it's Rod or Todd. Um, yeah, they don't. They never mention it, and yeah. it's and it's not the right voice. It didn't sound like Rod, and it didn't sound like Todd. So they probably got it. I mean, eventually they probably picked a voice actor for the boys, but they probably. I mean, I don't know how many voice actors and actresses were on the original cast. So maybe one of them did it, and then when they added a couple others, you know, they decided to go that way. Yep. So after Homer's done shopping for the pork chop for Maggie and, you know, it's for a dog, but she can't read. So yeah, she can't read. It's okay. He goes to Moe's because now he needs a drink after the long day of $5 or less shopping. Um, The first thing I noticed, Moe's apron is pink. Yep. And, and I know in episode three, I think it's still pink. It is still pink. Um, but this is another put a pin in it because we're gonna figure out when it changes to blue because that's his current current apron color is and and also um I I don't remember uh but I had made a note of it in the third episode Mo's hair is black not gray so yeah. I don't remember if it was the same in this episode as well yeah we're gonna so, see since this is the first episode of our podcast these, there's a lot of questions <laughs> that we're gonna have to make sure in future episodes yeah that we we uh, keep keep an eye on put a pin yeah. in it. All right, so uh, Homer learns that he can be a mall Santa from Barney, who yeah. looks like the worst possible Santa ever. So, and... by by the way, didn't he go to get the... Oh, no, never mind. Or I'm, I'm a little out of myself. That's okay. Yep. Keep going. So he, goes, so he goes goes to the mall to sign up to be a Santa, because um, yep. Barney's like, hey, you can make some extra money. And I, I don't know. I wish I knew how far before Christmas the episode took place because I feel like the amount of time it would take to go through Santa training and then get kids on the lap and then get paid then then obviously gets paid on Christmas Eve yeah I mean maybe a week maybe I I don't know I guess I mean okay based on the class that he took they learned how to say ho 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 this class can't be too (laughs) ho 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 and then i also didn't mention uh during the training homer's uh reading of santa's reindeer there's dasher dancer prancer nixon Nixon. comet cupid and donna dixon Dixon. i I think you only got a couple of them right uh i think you got dasher dancer prancer comet Cupid, I mean, we're we're both Jewish, so I mean, I'm sure we learned the reindeer names at some point in school, but obviously, why were why would we remember them? We don't celebrate the holiday. So, if anybody listens to this episode and wants to uh, tell us what the names of all eight reindeer are, minus Rudolph, which would make nine, uh, please please let us know. Yes. So, <laughs> after this. After the whole, the whole like Homer's got to get some money. He gets thirteen dollars and 
God, I wish I would have wrote that down. Like thirteen bucks. It was thirteen dollars. Yeah, thirteen but, bucks because it was like one hundred and sixty some gross. But obviously, yeah. you got to take out the suit and the training and <laughs> insurance, and gets, insurance, and then he then he gets uh, then he gets the money. So then they kind of flash back to the Simpson house. Patty and Selma are living there. And no, no, they're there. They don't live there. Oh no, no, no. They, yeah, they they got there. But the one thing I mentioned was they are asking Homer asked how their trip was. Yeah. Which which led me to believe that either maybe early on they lived really far away and came to visit, but I could have sworn they always lived in Springfield. They're, so they're... so here's my here's my thought process. Um, either one, they don't live in Springfield, which I thought they did as well, or two, they took a trip recently and Homer was just like, "How was your trip?" Yeah, I don't know. It seemed really weird. To pose that as a question because I'm like they, they can't live that far away. Pin, got to put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. All right. So um, after Patty and Selma's like, "Oh, where's your tree?" He's like, "I'm going out to get one." And obviously, Bart and Lisa are basically terrified of Patty and Selma yes. want to get out of the house. But and Homer's like, "No, no." So he goes to a forest after driving past several tree lots, even a well, because well, he had to pay money for them. He didn't yeah. have any money to pay for a tree. So he goes to the forest, cuts down a tree. Must have been on some dude's farm because he was like, hey, hey, you. And well, there's a sign that says no trespassing. Yeah. But so you know, forests can have that. Yeah. Like so here's the forest. So here's the thing about that scene. It reminded me of that 70s show where the gang, because, you know, I think uh, uh, uh Red and Kitty give Eric money to go get a tree. And they're like, oh, let's just cut one down from the forest, which is illegal. And I'm like, I wonder if they got that idea from The Simpsons after watching this episode. That's possible. Well, remember, The Simpsons Simpsons did it. it. Everything everything that that we talk about probably that's on a future TV show, The Simpsons already did it. But I'm sure I'm sure there's been people throughout the ages who are like, screw this, I don't want to pay for a tree and go cut one down illegal anyways and don't get caught. Probably. All right. So after all that said and done, Homer goes and gets his check and Bart's like um Well so, so to backtrack, so when they're at the mall, you know, Bart um and this is the first appearance of Millhouse, Bart dares Millhouse to sit on Santa's lap and the Millhouse is like, I dare you to pull his beard. And this is probably my favorite quote of this episode where Bart sims down. Homer's like, recognizes his Bart. And he goes, hello, Bart. What's your name? And Bart utters the line, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? And it's great. It's great. I love it because you don't normally see in, in that day and age in cartoons. I don't feel like you probably saw a lot of swearing in cartoons. No, and The Simpsons, I think, were one of the... But I think The Simpsons were one of the first shows that had different language or in, a, in an animated series because yeah. cartoons were geared more towards kids. Kids, But the funny thing was, is growing up, I remember my, my friend Ben was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, no, I had, a, I had a couple friends who weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons either. And, and that was due to language and yeah. the way things were portrayed. And... I mean, I don't know if the first like ten season of Simpsons would te- would fly now today, but I mean, there's a lot of things in the Simpsons that you know. Obviously, our times are changing, and crap set yeah. on TV is <laughs> yeah gonna be gonna be different. But oh, uh, yeah. well, 
Well, well I mean, well, South Park gets away with dropping the, the C word and, and the F word and and pretty much anything under the sun they're allowed to say. Yep. All right. So um, after they get the check, they Bart, Homer's like, well, Christmas is ruined. But Bart's like, hey. Here's his pep speech. I like. Well, it. here's it. Well, no, no. So this pep speech comes after Barney tells him they should go to the track and bet yes. on his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, come on, Dad. This can this can be a miracle that saves the Simpsons Christmas. If TV has taught me anything, it is that miracles always happen to poor kids at Christmas. It happened to Tiny Tim. It happened to Charlie Brown. It happened to the Smurfs, and it's going to happen to us. And then Homer says right after that, "Who's Tiny Tim?" And, and this also, and, and I heard that line, and I was like, and I want to see if you know how how old are the Smurfs? Um, I, I have it up know. on my on my computer, so if you want okay, to take a guess, uh, okay, I'd say Smurfs, late seventies, nineteen eighty one. Oh, so there. So okay, was, it I would didn't... make sense that Bart would mention the Smurfs. So Smurf like I didn't, I mean, I knew the Smurfs were old. Because I, I, I figure they were before I was born, but I didn't realize they were that old. Yeah. We're and I like the Smurfs, too. It's a good show. Yeah, Smurfs are great. I don't know if I've ever seen the Smurfs. Was that a Christmas special? It must. Have, I don't know if it was a Christmas special or just a regular episode. I mean, they're, they're always getting chased after Gargamel and his cat. So, yeah. I mean, they always get miracles. Yes. And, and I'm sure Gargamel played the Scrooge. Yeah, you don't, want, you don't want anyone having Christmas. All right, so they go to the track, and Homer hears Santa's little helper. Yep, and decides, you know what? We're gonna go with that one. We're gonna go Santa's little helper, <laughs> even though we know Whirlwind is the uh, ten to one pick. The ten to one pick, the favorite odds. The one Barney said, "This is who you have to pick." Hey, would have won one hundred and thirty bucks. I know it's sad. So they go out to the parking lot and this just really, I just thought this was so funny because Barney was still portrayed as the drunk at the time, Yeah, but he, he obviously went with the Simpsons. He went with Barney Homer. He went with them. He didn't have a chick. He pulls up to the car in a car and apparently drives a convertible, even though he's in alcohol. (laughs) I feel like he would have crashed a car. But anyway, he has a really hot looking chick driving in that passenger seat next to Barney. I'm like, Apparently, Barney is good at picking up chicks at the track. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Barney won money, and most people like winners. <laughs> also, yeah. the other thing I noticed, another animation quirk, Barney's hair is yellow. What's it's it not now? brown. It's yellow. Brown. It matches his skin tone. Oh. a lot of. But, though, you have to imagine, though, a lot of characters early on. Oh, don't look like they do today. No, no, no. But I'm saying, that it's, since everyone's yellow, their hair was yellow. I think it was just an animation well, no, because Marge's hair was brown. Moe's hair was black. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they had the animation budget to, you know, call it. I mean, maybe there was a screw up in the animation department or they're just like, eh, screw it. It's our first, you know, it's our first season. People aren't going to expect us to have good animation, which by no means are the first like 10 seasons. Is the animation good, but the stories are great. Yeah. So. That's where, so now Santa's little helper gets kicked out. He's lost his last race and the owner's like, get out of here. Go away. <laughs> I never want to see you again. And so they, the, I like how the dog runs to Homer, at the, at the, runs right to Homer and says, ah, okay. Here's you're coming home with them. I, 
I mean, most people do adopt retired greyhounds, so it's not out of the realm that yeah he could get a greyhound. Um, and he he's I th- I think the quote was like, "Oh, you're a loser, just like us," or something like that. And yeah, yep, and you're coming home with us. And yeah. that's how that's how Homer saved Christmas. And and that's and, how the Simpsons got Santa's little helper. Yeah, and I do like the fact that the episode ends and no one asks, Hey, where's your Christmas bonus? <laughs> like, they all knew the dog came from the track. And that's just yeah. another story that it's, what were you doing at the track? Well, so here's my thing. Um, before we get into the closing credits, um, since they got Santa's little helper and what was supposed to be the season finale, did he, he never showed up in the first 16 episodes then. That's another, that's another pin in it. I don't think he was in the next two. I know that. Yeah. So, so, so clearly I'm, I'm going to just go on a limb here and say the other 16 episodes, Santa's little helper isn't there. And then from, you know, season two on, they have Santa's little helper. And I do wonder how many people are like, okay, so they got Santa's little helper in episode one. Where did the dog go? <laughs> Because, I mean, in most families that have a dog, even if he's not part of an episode or part of, he's wandering through. Like, Oh, yeah, you usually see a glimpse of him unless it's an episode centered around him. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye out, see where Santa's Little Helper pops back up again. All right. So closing credits, they go through. But instead of your standard black screen, it's the Simpsons and family singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with, once again, Bart and Lisa... And Marge. And Marge adding things to the song. Which it's funny because I like how they thought that was a bad thing. But yeah. I remember in elementary school singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Those things were pretty standard. Those weren't joke things thrown in there. They were, you know, they were kind of encouraged. I, I have no idea. That was way too long ago for me to remember elementary school. <laughs> and you're older than me. So that, that really says something about my memory. Yeah. All right, so closing remarks for the episode. I mean, for an opening opening episode, I'd say it was decent. Few plot points here and there, or plot yeah. holes. Um, would I have kept watching had I seen that on opening night? I probably would have continued to episode two, but I'd probably so say a, I'd say we give it a solid three. Solid three. You know, uh, for a for a series premiere that wasn't supposed to be a series premiere, I thought I thought it laid a good foundation of who the Simpsons are. You know, like kind of set out which you know each character trait for all the characters. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, there's some animation stuff and some plot holes, which you know, again, it wasn't supposed to be the first episode, so. I'll probably have to say I'll give it a four, you know, for a series premiere, you know, if I had seen, you know, if that was the first episode as I watched of the Simpsons, yeah, I would have continued on and see what was going to go on. Uh, Clearly, you know, now that we've seen all the Simpsons episodes up to a certain point, we know, you know, when Santa's little helper is there and snowball eight and all these other different characters. But uh, I think they did a good job laying a foundation for a, for a show and, they, they did a good job, and obviously they, they got better as time goes on, as we'll talk about in future podcasts. But, uh, yeah, I'll give it a four. All right, sounds good. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. Whoa, to... whoa. You're, you're no, no, I know, thing. I know. I know. I got okay. one more thing. So <laughs> I want to thank everyone for turning, ah. tuning into the show. Uh, but we got one more thing that we're going to close out the show with. 
Um, and this is this episode's um, character profile. And because the Simpsons got their dog in their very first episode, um, Santa's Little Helper is going to yep. be our character profile. Um, so current position um, on the show is Simpson Family Dog. I don't think that ever changes, by the way. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, Homer's position changes pretty <laughs> drastically. Um, but nope, the Simpson Dog, he's he stays it pretty good. His breed yep. is Greyhound. Yep. Um, his track record. Lost continually at Springfield Downs. Uh, the way they made the way they made it seem on the show is he never won a race and yeah. most likely never came in anything past eight. I think he was always last. Yeah. The way they made it seem. Always because the the owner of the track is like, get out of here, you mutt. This is the last time you'll finish in last place. So yep. it leads me to believe this dog was just not a good race dog. Yep. So his history. Uh, returned to the dog track once to mate. So more on that in a future episode. Yep. Um, former name is previously answered to number eight. That that was just his number, not the the place he finished all the time. Although I think it was. Yeah. Um, favorite beverage: toilet bowl water. Which you'll see in in several yeah, episodes. He has a little bit of a little bit of knack for tasting toilet water. Um, favorite foods: snout snouts and entrails yep. <laughs> and most anything homer reads that's yep. the food so if you ever see them feeding santa's little helper that's what they feed him snouts and entrails yep and last but not least his favorite pastime shredding newspapers burying small <laughs> appliances in the backyard <laughs> like you know some dogs like to do they like to bury you know bones but apparently santa's little helper likes to bury small appliances yes all right, so that is all we have for our very first episode of The Simpsons Did It. Yep. Um, so right now, as of listening to this podcast, um, probably our Facebook isn't up and running yet, but we do have an Instagram account. It's at The Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, so go check us out there. We'll post some uh, Simpsons photos. We'll post our episodes. Um, Maybe uh, do some comments on there. Maybe some short videos. Probably like probably that. post some pictures because uh, we both have a lot of Simpsons pops. So uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll do a Simpsons pop every like you know every few episodes to go along with it. Yep. And then once we get on Facebook, we'll do uh, some kind of back and forth. We'll do a couple Facebook lives. Um, take questions and comments. Um, and yeah, so our podcast is going to be available on Anchor. Um, it should be on Spotify very quickly here, and it'll, it should be on pretty much everywhere else that you listen to your podcast. So make sure to subscribe and share with your friends if they like The Simpsons. Or um, if you know, or if you have friends who have never seen The Simpsons, they don't really know what it's about. You know, be like, hey, this this is what The Simpsons are about. Maybe maybe check out the first episode. Yep, absolutely. All right, so until next... Oh, that's the other thing. So episodes just like The Simpsons are coming uh, out every Sunday, but not yep. at 8 p.m. We're going to no. do it at uh, 8 in the morning. So that way you have the whole day to listen yeah. to it. So until next time. Thanks for listening. Host... Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> until next time, I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this has been... The Simpsons, Simpsons did it. Did it. Shh.